Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spiritual Unity Radio Network, a station dedicated to the concept that all manifestations of the divine are equally valid. Join Reverend Terry Power HP, Robin McKean, and all the hosts for programming covering a wide range of spiritual topics right here on Blog Talk Radio. Friday, the song was 
uh, released at the conference, and I got to share it with everybody and let people wow. be able to commune with the masters and the Elohim with it and through it. That, that is awesome. Yeah. And uh, this has been a journey that's lasted uh, for as long as I've known you, and I'm glad that it finally uh, clicked into place and came into uh, being. I'm, I'm very, very happy for you, Leno. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm, I'm really happy about it, too, because I just feel the the music that I'm writing is something that God is sharing with me, and everyone has different things that they share in God and in their own God reality and their own God personalities and presences. And for me, music is, is one of them, and ever since a very young age, I, I felt a strong presence of music with me, but not always known how to be able to share it with others or to share it properly with people and be able to just turn the songs that I'm hearing to something that's appropriate and something that people will be able to find helpful or useful in their own lives. So um, this was a great opportunity for me to be able to share what God's been doing inside of me and doing with my life so that I can um, commune with others and their relationship with, with God as well. And you're very attuned to the Elohim. You, you have been for as long as I've known you and uh, much longer from the tales that you've uh, shared. Uh, would you care to share with us again uh, your deep uh, love and affinity with the Elohim? Yeah, I, I think I love the Elohim a lot because um, from information that we've been taught that is passed down along the ages and in our activities that we're involved with, we seem to learn that the Elohim are our creators. And yes. you know, ever since I was a very young child, my earliest memories are um, kind of coming on the face of the earth and wondering, what are we here for? Like, what have we been created to do? What is the meaning of life? So when I learned about um, these wonderful, beautiful, mighty, majestic beings that um, – were the creators of planetary bodies and uh, fashioning our, our bodies and our lives and living upon this planet. I just felt in tune with the meaning of life and wanted to learn more about these beings and their relationship with us and the source that they are, the source that they are and, and what and who they've created and, and what and who they've created us to be to fulfill our our purpose in in life and fulfill our purpose in in God and and be the best that we can be with the presence of God within our lives and uh, our relationships with with others. So that's my excitement about the Elohim and my relationship that I feel that I have with them. That is awesome. It's very inspiring. Uh, I too feel very attuned to the uh, Elohim, especially to the first uh, um, cosmic ray uh, that I feel very much a part of, and I've had opportunity to write about the Elohim of lately, and uh, um, it's been published in anthologies that have come out, so uh, uh, that's how I've been spreading my uh, uh, love for these uh, beings. Yes, that's absolutely awesome. I'm very inspired by your writings and all of your developments and all the things that you're creating, and, and thank you. Thank you so much 
for sharing everything that you. you're experiencing. Yeah. You're an awesome individual. I, I'm glad that our paths uh, crossed and uh, you've opened up so many doors uh, to wonderful individuals uh, um, and uh, their experiences. And that's enriched my life a great deal. So I thank you too. Oh, yes. Well, it's a wonderful thing when people can come together, isn't it? <laughs> I just yes, get so excited, whether, you know, whether it's for a, a party or spiritual activities or picnic or anything when people can come together and just make positive things happen it just opens up a world of opportunities like you said and most of the time opens up um, opportunities for learning friendship social spiritual growth uh, which uh, just helps everybody individually and helps everybody on the planet and just helps everything to be better and helps the world to be a better place how is the um, uh, gatherings, how are the gatherings in uh, New York City uh, going? I've been really caught up in a lot of local activities. I'm, I've had the opportunity to uh, visit or have you guys visit uh, uh, as before. Um, how is everybody? What's going on? Well, we're really excited about it because our our goal for almost, two years now has been able to try to meet on a regular basis or just try to create a place and a space where people could come, fellowship, commune together, learn about the masters, uh, speak about their personal experiences and and help one another um, in any kind of way, help each other to be able to grow or just share whatever we had that we felt that we could share in, in our relationship with, with God. And uh, we're we're just excited because two years ago we were just stating our goals. Um, here in New York, there's been heart center activities going on for several years. Um, uh, mm-hmm. Some years before I learned about the heart center, and um, sometimes people get really busy or caught up in things, and uh, activities change, schedules change. And things like that. So people find themselves more independent and maybe not being able to meet with everybody um, or even meet new people who would be able to come together to share uh, new ideas about these teachings. So there were meetings um, before I had learned about the Heart Center, but I think that people um, came to a place where they, they weren't meeting together regularly anymore and people didn't even necessarily know who was around them or in their area that they could meet with um, in the heart center. So when I um, found the organization, I was seeking out others to meet with and did mm-hmm. get to find a couple of the people through uh, some of the contact information on the website and, and some of the um, individuals that you could contact that can help you to meet others in the heart center. So I, I reached out these people and we were able to meet and I learned about um, the members of the Heart Center who had been a part of the organization for years and who had been presenting activities in the New York area so um, finally it was wonderful to be able to get together with with those people who had been doing things in the past plus um, some of the people that I had gotten introduced to after those people had uh-huh. um, 
had had been doing their activities in the past. And we were able to, to come together and voice our ideas and just share what we wanted to be able to do. And after a couple of years, we were able to uh, get some regular meetings established. And uh, it's been really nice because these meetings are a place where we can come to study and, you know, they're open to whoever would like to come to them. We've been meeting in Queens, in Kew Gardens, Queens, and uh, we're doing a little bit of music there. We're sharing um, messages from the Ascended Masters, messages that have been uh, written down in some of the uh, documents and the books from the Heart Center as well as other Ascended Master organizations. And we're sharing topics of discussion that we think are very important and crucial for the changes that are going on today and the direction that um, God and the Ascended Masters want us to go with the planet. So basically we're, we're happy that we're fulfilling our goals and we just want to continue doing that because uh, these ideas and these thoughts and these desires, these goals never end. They're just eternally ongoing and that's what we want to do. We just want to continue working towards our goals and um, fulfilling them and, and getting better and better, just going in the direction that we see that um, God and, and the Spirit of God and things are moving. And your journey has been a lifelong one. You've been on the show before and you've shared uh, um, your early uh, adventures in spirituality and how that eventually brought you to the uh, Summit Lighthouse and uh, the I Am movement and the theosophical teachings and uh, uh, the different organizations that uh, espoused that until you found the Heart Center community and uh, that uh, basically you found a, a home there and deep uh, resonances uh, uh, there. Um, and you guys, uh, last time uh, was uh, at a um, health expo in uh, New York uh, when we had uh, gotten together um, I was there with the Unarius folks uh, that day. Uh, are you guys doing any more health expos? Well, we desire to. I believe that the the Heart Center will be attending an expo in Virginia area. Okay. Um, as, for, as for New York, we would love to do that too. So if everybody would be able to come together and make that happen, that would be wonderful. That would, that would be great. And we can give information about that so that people can come out and, and join us and visit us there. So um, on the Heart Center website is a really good place, www.heartcenter.org, to be able to check in and search the site and, and scroll through it and look at events, to check in to see what's happening. And in terms of expos, what may be the next expo coming up that um, everybody is involved in in organizing. So New York might not be the next expo coming up, but I do believe that there will be one on the East Coast and it will be in in Virginia. Uh, Yeah, so check out out the website to get the um, updated information, anybody who might be interested. And I'll be continuously checking it, too, to get updated information and clarification on um, where everybody's going to be meeting, and especially the expos. They're, they're pretty exciting. They're pretty dynamic, and a lot of 
a lot of energy there and a lot of exchange of um, wonderful, beautiful information and wonderful, beautiful people to meet. Oh, truly. I I met wonderful people at the expo in uh, New York uh, City, uh, folks I'd never met before and haven't seen since, but that's okay. (laughs) When I encountered them there, they were awesome. Um, And uh, I'm sure that uh, at all the expos that the Heart Center community attends that uh, this type of thing uh, happens with wonderful people finding each other and interacting with each other and uh, learning and expanding their consciousness and, uh, and so forth. Yeah, it really is. It's a wonderful experience. It's a cosmic experience at that. There are uh, wonderful reunitings. I know at our booth there was a girl who came and she was looking for somebody specific and we didn't quite know who she was looking for, and she was trying to describe him and said that several years ago she had met this wonderful person, and they established this beautiful bond. And she was talking and talking and talking to Wallace Tullock about this, wondering where this person could be. And after maybe seven to ten minutes of discussion, they looked at each other and found out, we're actually the people that that we're talking about. <laughs> they just look so different because it was several years later <laughs> that they didn't even recognize each other. That's funny. They were so excited, yeah, to find out that they were each the, the people that they were looking for and searching for and, and talking about. They just embraced and they were so happy. And um, we just all went out together at the end of the expo and just um, formed new friendships and and new bonds. And it was just wonderful to hear about their uh, previous meeting and the wonderful experiences they had had several years uh, ago in the past, I guess, when they had met at a previous expo. And it was great to be able to continue that and with even more people. And just to see people's uh, beautiful spiritual talents, I guess you'd want to call Mm -hmm. it. The expos are almost like a big spiritual talent show. (laughs) Everybody comes bearing and yeah, and bearing whatever it is, their unique special qualities in God, and that's what makes those expos really special. You know, whether it's the Heart Center or, or any of the other um, people and organizations sharing, they're just wonderful. Um, people can go and take in whatever it is everybody else has to offer, and just be able to expound upon whatever teachings they're experiencing and um, maybe learn things a little bit more thoroughly about others and and even themselves because when we learn what others have to present, um, it can help us learn more about ourselves and grow more ourselves in our own experience and our relationship with God. That is awesome. And uh, um, as you know, I do a lot of things behind the scenes and sometimes I'm privy to information. Uh, There's going to be a major event in New Jersey uh, toward the fall. So uh, it's it's going to be in one of our conversations uh, uh, off the uh, uh, podcast. Uh, I'll let you know about that, but it might be something that the Heart Center uh, may want to consider becoming involved with uh, because uh, um, what they're doing is going to fill up very quickly and uh, it's going to cover a lot of territory. Wow. Okay. Sounds good. I would definitely like to hear more about it and um, see if maybe we can come and be a part of it. See if that can work out. That sounds wonderful, Hercules. 
I will keep you posted uh, during our telephone conversations. And um, New York uh, is meeting regularly now in Kew Gardens. That's fantastic. Uh, and uh, last time I was there, uh, Wallace was uh, focusing on the Statue of uh, Liberty um, and uh, um, the uh, temple uh, that's in the etheric above uh, Manhattan. Uh, how is that coming yes. along? Yes. Well, uh, the the New York group did get to go. They got to go to the Statue of Liberty, and that was very nice. And um, I wasn't able to go myself because um, I had to go on one of my Army missions for that particular weekend and that particular date. But the rest of the New York um, group went, and they did get to fulfill something that... Um, Lady Liberty had uh, mentioned in one of her uh, heart shares to the Heart Center that she had wanted the members of uh, the New York Heart Center group to be able to go and visit and be able to commune with her heart there. And uh, Wallace had heard that and he wanted to fulfill that, fulfill that request from the Goddess of Liberty. And that is something that they did. So I hope the Goddess of Liberty is happy. And so I'm sure she was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, it was actually quite beautiful because I didn't get to go because I was also um, traveling to California to um, finish writing my music. But when I got back, um, I was able to be joined by um, some visitors from France um, who were staying with some Heart Center members out in uh, Mount Chester, California, and um, they uh, felt that uh, their spiritual guide, Omron, was guiding them to be able to come to New York for some very important reason, and I'm not completely 100% sure what that reason was, but I'm very happy that I got to meet them, and they, they came to visit me, and we got to go to the Statue of Liberty when I got back from California. That is awesome. So, yeah, so I feel like maybe um, all of us somehow, in some way, shape, or form, were able to fulfill that mission. And it was just a very lovely thing um, to be able to meet them and fulfill one of their desires, too. Um, when I got back from California and I got on the phone with them, they said, you know, we really, really, really want to visit the Statue of Liberty before we go back to France. That's really the one thing that we want to do if we don't do anything else. <laughs> So it was great. We were able to make that happen. And then I kind of felt that um, it was just like a, a bridge or an arcing of some type of wonderful spiritual energy that we were able to, to do this um, maybe at a different time, but we were able to do it too, um, just like the others were able to do from the, the New York Heart Center group. And um, right now, um, Walsh is uh, he's very motivated and very excited about giving his um, information about the Masters and giving his different talks that he's been um, writing and arranging. So he's been focusing on um, the seven holy Kamaras, and he awesome. noted that um, the Winter Solstice Conference that just happened in Dennis Fisher's house was sponsored by the seven holy Kamaras. So we feel very close to what's going on there and um, feel like there's a, a bond of sorts because what we've been doing here is um, what was going on in the, the conference that just happened with the Heart Center group. So we're happy about that. We feel like um, everybody's just on, on the same track and uh, <laughs> the same train of thought. And 
everybody's just um, doing things together in one accord for God. So we're we're happy about that. Uh, and I had uh, the opportunity uh, to speak with uh, your friends from France. Uh, they were interviewed on the show a while back, and they were awesome individuals. Um, I oh, look forward beautiful. to connecting with them again uh, because uh, uh, they're very, very uh, interesting and uh, active uh, people uh, who uh, uh, brought their spirituality and anchored what they were doing in the world uh, uh, and making the world a brighter place. So I really would like to connect with them again someday. Hey, you know, and maybe, maybe you were a part of that whole energy is uh, um, God is a liberty too, because I think they actually spoke to you right after they um, got off of Ellis Island there and visited the Statue <laughs> of Liberty and communed with the God is a liberty. So, so great. We were all a part of it. <laughs> we're all part of it in some way. Yes, I couldn't go uh, on that day. I, I don't remember what was going on, but something was going on uh, where I wouldn't have been able to uh, um, spend a day uh, uh, with Lady Liberty and the New York group. But uh, next time, I, I also do my things with Lady Liberty, so uh, we're connected in that way as well. Yeah, beautiful. You know, grateful for all these cinemasters and the beautiful etheric city that's going on in the Temple of the Sun above Manhattan with Palace Athena and the Goddess of Liberty and Helios Hathes and everyone else who's there. I know that you're very resonant with uh, Palace Athena. Uh, I'm going to invite you on. Uh, we're going to do a show just on uh, that goddess. Uh, so I'm going to invite you on to share your thoughts and experiences and uh, um, affinities uh, on that show uh, because we're approaching the end of our journey for tonight. Um, I'm glad that we got a chance to uh, catch up. Usually when we talk on the phone, uh, either or both of us have to run. <laughs> We're running from place to place <laughs> doing things. So uh, one of the good yeah. things about the podcast is it gives us an uninterrupted uh, half hour at least to catch up with each other and uh, uh, to see what's uh, happening. Uh, thank you very much for connecting all of tonight's uh, guests. Uh, Barbara is going to be next. We're going to take a very brief uh, a music break and uh, to those who do not know uh, when we launch the new station we're going to feature some of Linnell's uh, music as well so uh, Linnell makes wonderful music I'm glad that uh, uh, her gifts are uh, being shared uh, beyond her immediate circle and that uh, that part of her life is moving forward because uh, uh, that's where her destiny lies Fantastic. Sounds fantastic. Thank you so much for the time we shared, Hercules, and um, onward and upward in joyous, adventurous journeys. Thank you. And to you as well, happy holiday season and happy new year. Thank you. Thank you. Same to you. God bless. Thank you. Okay. Be well. Barbara, I see, is with us already. So uh, I'm going to play a very brief uh, song and then uh, we're going to be speaking with her. You drew attention to the Heart Center Community uh, website. Uh, I posted that and I've also posted a link to their uh, Facebook page. Is there anywhere else you'd like me to link to? Uh, I, will, I will give a phone number just in case anybody would like to contact the Heart Center Help Desk, if that's okay. That would be great. The phone number, great. The phone number is 630-894-4410. So just different options and different ways that people can get in touch with the Heart Center if they feel they would like to or they would need to. 
Thank you again so very much, Linnell. Um, I look forward to the next time we interact, whether it be by phone or in person. Uh, you're awesome, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Thank you so much, Hercules. Thank you. And now we're going to listen to Bone Poets Orchestra's Evolve, and then we'll be back with Barbara Garabet.
Today, we'll be meeting a new friend, Barbara Gabbard, and I am greatly honored to invite her on our show. Greetings, Barbara. Greetings, Hercules. Glad to to speak to you. Glad to speak to you, too. Linnell has always uh, said great things about you guys, so I'm glad that today we're finally uh, getting to uh, connect and uh, find out more about each other. So, um, how did your journey bring you to the Heart Center community? Oh my. Well, um I I was one of those kids that was born with a big neon sign that said why in my head. <laughs> and was a, a thorn in the flesh of my parents and many a teacher, I'm sure, as I sought to uh, just understand everything had questions mm-hmm. that people couldn't answer always and I decided at a very young age that I was going to study my way to God and then then I would then I would know everything yeah that's an awesome so, goal <laughs> so uh you know once we we get on a spiritual journey and we get further along then we understand, um, I mean, I read everything I could get my hands on for many years of spirituality, metaphysics, you know, anything unusual, whatever. Um, and I became quite the encyclopedia of information, <laughs> but um, knowledge is not understanding. No. And um, when you... Uh, in chapter First Corinthians uh, chapter 13, the love chapter of the New Testament of the Bible, uh, it says, you know, now we see in a glass darkly, but then face to face. So when is it that we see face to face? It's when we learn to love like God loves. And um, so the journey becomes then from the head to the heart. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've spent the last 20 years trying to understand all the things I know. <laughs> 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 you 
and I'm and I'm still working on that. <laughs> well, you're studying uh, the way to God, and that's uh, that's going to take at least several lifetimes. But it seems that you're well on your way, and uh, you're off to a good start. Well, I hope. Well, I, I think hope I've been on this dust ball for uh, long enough. I'm. Uh, I'm hope hope I get to graduate this time. It would be nice. It would be nice. But I probably did that bodhisattva vow thing and uh-huh. agreed to hang around so I could help all my friends and loved ones. So, but uh, we'll we'll see what happens. Anyway, I wanted to tell you about um, you'd asked about how I got involved with the Heart Center. Uh, uh-huh. In in my journey, in my spiritual seeking. I came across, um, I first met Mark and Elizabeth Prophet in 1971 when I was in college um, through uh, friends at school who were um, going to their sanctuary in Colorado Springs, Colorado for services. And um, one of my best friends told me, all about the teachings of the Ascended Masters as taught by the Summit Lighthouse, which was the organization uh-huh. founded by Mark Prophet back in the late 50s. And um, she just did it. It was kind of a brain dump evening. I stopped by to say hello, and I ended up staying there for over three hours while she told me all this stuff, and I was just like a wow. sponge. I just sat sat there and took it all in at one gulp <laughs> and um, I knew that's what I'd been been looking for so I got involved with that organization and that's where I met uh, David Lewis in the late 70s we went on a road trip together in what 1977 mm-hmm. and went to a, one of the one of the Summit Lighthouse conferences together, travel to get, you know, several young people, you know, we get into an old rattle trap car and drive and drive for two or three days to get where you need to go because that's the only way we could afford it. Yeah, so that was the only way we could afford to do that kind of stuff. So, uh, and that's how I got acquainted with him years ago. And, uh, so I would see him regularly when I went to the conferences at the Summer Lighthouse's headquarters, which ended up being up in Montana as of the late 80s. And mm-hmm. I would see him regularly. Um, and then when he, when he um, began having his revelations and uh, created the Heart Center and was... Um, prompted to begin a new movement. Um, there was a lot of chatter and bad press about him at the Summit Lighthouse. I guess they didn't want any competition or something. But uh, it's not like you can put the Holy Spirit in a box, you know. No. And uh, and having known David for so many years, I knew he was very sincere and um, honest and kind of a a quiet guy and they were saying all these uh, kind of scary negative things about him. And I knew that couldn't possibly be true. So um, I, one of our friends went to check it out and um, 
so we started uh, including his messages into in some of our worship stuff. My my husband and I were on the the board of the the Dallas Summit Lighthouse Group at the time, and mm-hmm. um, were in charge of conducting the services and what all. And uh, we just we started using some of his material and whatever. Anyway, long story short, we got in trouble with the Summit Lighthouse. We got kicked out. So <laughs> we said, oh, no. well, <laughs> well, where else are we going to go? So uh, we decided, okay, I guess we're going to the Heart Center now. So uh, we just threw our chips in lock, stock, and barrel with the Heart Center people. And the first conference we went to there, there were all these old friends that were – had had been in the in the, the summit lighthouse, so uh, felt right at home. Uh, well, that's, and, that's, uh, that's great. Yeah, a lot of people couldn't, uh, aside from uh, getting uh, kicked out of the summit lighthouse. Um, a lot of people, uh, the summit lighthouse took a direction while Elizabeth was still alive. That a lot of people right. could not right. go there, and that I think started to um, have things fall apart a little bit. Well, and um, her style was, um, how would I put it? It was like a monarchy, kind of, with her mm-hmm. as the queen. And then she had all this staff around her that managed everything. And um, it was just, it was a top-down type of organization and with mm-hmm. a lot of uh a lot of rules and um it was very hierarchical um the one thing one of the best things that i enjoy about the heart center is everyone is encouraged to speak up and chip in. It is a a true Aquarian mm-hmm. mod, a true Aquarian model of a group where everyone's contribution is encouraged and valued. And um, so it's not, you know, the the bishop or the queen or whoever you know, lecturing people or giving teachings or whatever. It's all of us teaching each other. And, and that is awesome yeah. and very rare. That it, that's one of the things I like about the, the Heart Center community. And I like very many things about the, the Heart Center community. I'm I'm kind of like in my spiritual journey, like old time. You know, I was uh, a channel for a uh, I Am type of group in, in New York City back in the 70s. And uh, I left uh, for a variety of reasons, Uh, the primary reason being that uh, I didn't think it was right for people to be abdicating responsibility for making decisions in their lives uh, because of something that was being communicated through a teenager, because I was a teenager at the time. So um, Mm -hmm. I saw that some people were taking the teachings that, that again, were very theosophical, very spiritualistic. Um, I wasn't even aware of the history uh, back then beyond uh, Blavatsky. 
but uh, uh-huh. um, some people were living responsible lives and they were doing good things with the teachings. And then other people were using the teachings to avoid making decisions in life. And, you know, and uh, that is something I, I didn't feel comfortable with uh, as the channel. So that was one of the reasons why I, I, you know, I walked away from that uh, particular path. Uh, but I've continued to do the work throughout my life, and I continue with my relationship with uh, um, the uh, ascended masters and the, the different types of uh, celestial beings. So when I started going public with this particular part of my life, uh, I contacted a lot of the uh, Theosophical and the I Am groups. And what impressed mm-hmm. me at the Heart Center was what you shared, uh, that basically it seemed to be a community in the true sense of the word and that people's unique spiritual and other gifts were encouraged to flower rather than being suppressed. And that it seemed like uh, you were all weaving a tapestry together rather than one person giving directions and everybody else uh, um, following orders. And uh, David's been on the show several times. Uh, He impressed me by saying that everybody is divine which many people who are divine messengers would not tell people. Uh, and also he had said that his goal is to help people find their own inner source. So I like that. Very exactly. Much. The, more, the more interacted with him and other people in the heart center community, uh, the, the, the more impressed I became. And uh, that's why this show, you know, is once a month just to meet and interact with heart center community people, because you guys are phenomenally awesome. Well, we're we're very fortunate that we've had good good teachers, and what you said about the group that you were in is is very typical. A lot of new age groups are what I would call exclusive, mm-hmm. and we what is so refreshing about the Heart Center is we are inclusive. You know, a lot of new age groups talk about being we are one, we are one, but then they don't. Um, they have a very select membership or they only Mm -hmm. have certain people that are allowed to speak for the group or in the group and everybody else is just supposed to sit in adulation and listen, I guess. (laughs) And uh, we all have have, um, wealth within us or we wouldn't be here now. Now is a very pivotal time in the history of the human race. And I just agree. The, the, fact, the fact that we are here in embodiment at this time is pretty momentous, which means we chose to be here now. So we all have a lot of history, and most of us have been, many of us have been around for a long time, you know, and had many embodiments here, and we all have a great deal to offer to each other if if we want to and if we listen and learn. I mean, everybody can be a teacher. Right. We all have something valuable to contribute. So, um, and one of the biggest problems with a lot of New Age groups is there's a lot of what I would call maybe hero worship. Elizabeth Prophet uh-huh. was always very concerned concerned about that too, and yet her own staff, put her up on a pedestal and basically made an idol out of her, sadly. So, um, but uh, my allegiance has always been 
to the teachings because, again, that big neon sign why <laughs> in my head <laughs> has not stopped flashing. <laughs> I, I have that, too. In fact, uh, I don't know if you got to listen to the start of the show, but uh, uh, it asked those questions. You know, where do we come from? Why are we here? You know, what is this all about? And uh, I, I, too have been uh, seeking answers to these uh, you know, questions. And uh, a lot of the, as you pointed out with the old role one, um, if you really realize that beyond your head, um, you know, like the minute you realize that you are the divine, the same second you realize that so is everybody and everything else. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, it, it becomes uh, almost uh, like a, uh, a divine joke because yes, if we're all one, we're all divine, not just some of us or, or parts of us, you know, we're all part of uh, the cosmic drama that's unfolding and uh, whether we're aware of it or not, doesn't really matter in the scheme of things. But if you're a awake, you can make better choices for the totality than you can if you're asleep. Uh, because in one you're being acted upon and you're a victim, and in the other you're a co-creator with uh, the Elohim in uh, helping this uh, unfold. We all have that possibility, but then our own particular experience and attainment determines whether we're aware of that or not. We all have that divine spark within us, but until we acknowledge and and cultivate that, um, it basically lies dormant within us. But even with just the slightest little baby steps, you can have a a tremendous aha moment. I mean, it it it's all that you know when you have eyes to see and ears to hear. You know the the miraculous is all around us every yes, day, is. all the time. And um, I find great delight in the very simplest of things. People tease me and make fun of me sometimes because uh, I'm such a jovial person. And with all the, the scary things that are happening in the world today, they they don't understand why I'm not, you know, cynical and tearing my hair out and depressed like so many people are and all I can say is I know what's real and Uh I know the love of God is real and it's so real to me that that overshadows everything else and Mm -hmm. I have learned over the years to listen more and when you begin to cultivate that quality of listening mm-hmm. to your true teacher within um, like I said I'm, I've been working on understanding all the things I know that I learned in my in my 20s and 30s you know and I'm still mm-hmm. working on digesting all that stuff. I mean, I'll read. I was reading in um, one of Greg Braden's books. Um, oh, gosh, that was like this summer. And I read a couple of paragraphs that had just st- 
stuck in my mind, and I kept going over and over and over them because it was the thought behind it was so momentous to me. I had to meditate on it for a long time. And I'm still thinking about those two paragraphs. Every now and then it comes up and I have to meditate about it again because it was just such a tremendous thought. And um, it just, you know, that quantum physics things where you feel the wind blowing through your head, you know, and it just, it changes everything. And um, anyway, I love to study. Um I love to talk, obviously, uh, but I spend yeah, a lot of time alone, and uh, because I talk about I enjoy being by myself because I'm good company and it helps me think. <laughs> well, you're good company with other people too. Uh, I was about to say the our half hour will be up in a few minutes, um, and uh, I, I'm enthralled by the things you're saying, so I definitely have to have you back on again so that we can continue uh, with uh, your, uh, your unfolding uh, tale. Um, now, Linnell shared uh, the website, the telephone number, um, and uh, general information about the Heart Center community. I posted a link to the website and to the Facebook group, uh, is there any mm-hmm. way you would recommend for people to get in contact with you or with the Heart Center community? Sure, sure. you bet. Uh, in fact, um, Donna Korth, who's going to be coming on after me here in a little bit, she uh-huh. and I are uh, the the co-chairs of what is called the Heart Share Team. And we uh, give a... a um, we give a class, a free class, over the telephone. It's on a freeconferencecall.com once a month. Uh-huh. It's the last thir- last Thursday of the month, and we do it on, um, we analyze, we listen to and analyze uh, one of the uh, heart streams that David Lewis has given. And we let people uh-huh. ask questions, and we, and we, um, have particular questions that we stop and discuss, you know, through the course of the evening. And then, um, and, and, uh, like about three times a year, we have David Lewis on live and, uh, and he answers questions on that and it's all done over the telephone. So we have a lot of, people that are not very tech savvy or who don't have computers that they can't access all the wonderful material that's on the website, which is, there's a huge library of information on the website. It's just fabulous. Um, But if you don't have a computer or don't know how to use one, it doesn't do you a whole lot of good. So (laughs) um, anyway, and Donna and I um, talk to people on the phone regularly. We get some of our, regulars that call into the into the monthly free teleclasses as we call them um, call and if they're lonesome or they got something on their mind or whatever people are just refer new people to us sometimes you know and we um, just talk to them befriend them or answer their questions or whatever so she and I are kind of the 
roving counselor team, I guess. I don't know what to call us. We're the we're the order of the compassionate friend. That's my little joke. I like that. <laughs> um, Donna's going to be on by herself next, but it would be interesting to have you both on together um, one of these uh, um, shows. So that's something that I think. Well, I can stay on for a while if you really want me to. Um, Okay. (laughs) Let me see if I I can get uh, Donna on. Hold on one second. No, I, uh, we have two listeners on the uh, line, but they weren't Donna. So, yeah, we'll keep talking until Donna joins us. Okay, that's fine. Um, I can give out my phone number if you like and if you, uh, if you Donna's like phone number. We Pardon? If you feel comfortable doing that, sure, share whatever information you sure. like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we send out we send out um Snail mail letters and also a lot of email invitations to this free teleclass. So our our phone numbers are shared far and wide. My number is 972-768-8319. And Donna's phone number is 903-885-2495. Now one of the greatest things about Donna is um, Donna is one of the most knowledgeable people I have ever met in my life about natural health. And wow. um, she is just a wealth of information about nutrition and vitamins and healthy lifestyle and um, alternative medicine. Uh, she was a she was a public health nurse for like thirty years. And then for the last 30 years, she and her husband have owned a, a health food store. And she is just a, a gold mine and can talk very knowledgeably about all kinds of health topics and whatever the, the latest uh, healing modality that shows up, she already knows about it, you know, or can find out very quickly. Anyway, she's, she gives a lot of health advice to people. And um, anyway, she's uh, definitely been a help to me and to my husband and lots and lots of people through her health food store. And she used to give health talks occasionally on uh, heart center meetings, too. Uh Anyway... She's she's my she's my Betty my little buddy. She's the other half of the the Texas two step as we I think she may have joined us. I'm I'm gonna quickly check to see if uh, she joined us and then uh, um, we will come back in. Sounds good. Hi, Barbara. Okay. Uh, Donna is on uh, the line with us, so we're going to wrap up with you, and then we'll go straight uh, to Donna. Sounds good. Okay. Take it away, Donna. Thank you, Barbara. Thank you, Barbara. <laughs> I didn't tell a thing about the heart share, heart share group hardly at all, so I'll let you do all that. Okay. All right. 
great. Uh, it was great. Okay, I'm I'm glad to be Barbara. here. Oh, let me just say bye to Barbara. Barbara, it was great speaking with you. I enjoyed myself very much. Can't wait till you're on again. Happy holidays and uh, happy new year. Thank you for the invitation. I appreciate it. Okay, be well. Hi Donna, how are you? We finally get a chance to uh, to interact. How um, we've exchanged emails in the past, um, and uh, Linnell is always saying wonderful things about you. So uh, I'm I'm really really glad that we're going to interact at uh, much greater length tonight. Well, that was very kind of Linnell. I I appreciate Linnell very very much. We all love her. She's she's incredibly awesome, and uh, uh, I've had the uh, pleasure of meeting her and working with her, so uh, she is fantastic. Great. Yes, I know she thinks the world of you. She's talked about you so much. Oh, that that's that, that warms my heart to hear. Um, mm-hmm. Barbara was telling us how you two have, like, uh, uh, teleclasses and all sorts of nicknames uh, with what you're doing, and uh, it, it was fantastic. Would you care to tell us a little bit more about the teleclasses? Well, I'll tell you how. Uh, back in around, I think around 2002 or three, um, maybe a little earlier, I became aware of a little card that was enclosed or mailed out with orders and donations and some miscellaneous literature from the Summit Lighthouse University. That's a new mm-hmm. age group that you've probably heard of that has the basic same philosophy as the Heart Center community. And mm-hmm. this little card gave people opportunities to indicate if they would like help in growing spiritually, if they had any questions, if they would like to be on a mailing list and things of that nature. At that time, computers and technology were just... Um, getting started. We still use cassette tapes to copy music and speeches and other sources of information. And mm-hmm. we did not have smartphones, and we, but we did have conference calls. And so I had just become a minister with the Summit Lighthouse University, and so I was able to have um, the information from these cards that was sent to me so I could call the people whose names were on the cards to see if I, I could be of help to them. And as I began to call these people, found out that most of them wanted to study more about the Ascended Masters and the angels, but they just didn't know how or where to start. Um, there was nothing online at that time that you could learn from, uh, really, uh, about uh, most things. It was kind of, you know, just getting started. It was pretty bare at that time on computers. But I did find a place called Free Conferencing Calls. So I called the free conferencing calls uh, company, and I asked them if I could have a free conferencing call telephone number to use to to, uh, get people together on the conference calls on our telephone and and find out, you know, how to help them. So um, they gave me a a free conferencing call telephone number to use, and then I began to call all the people who indicated they wanted to know more about the angels and the masters, and many of them were especially wanting to know what their reason for being here on this earth at this time could be. So I, had, I sent them the, the free conferencing call telephone number and, and told them when to call me. A whole bunch of them joined, and they came about uh, twice a month. Well, it seemed like a whole bunch. We started out with about six, then pretty soon mm-hmm. there were 
and then there were 15, and then there were 20, and I kept calling wow. people, uh, and they they kept coming. So um, I had obtained quite a few dictations, or, or heart streams, we call them now, that were given through Elizabeth Clare Prophet um, by these wonderful ascended masters and angels and other cosmic beings, and they would explain why we were here at this time. And the reason they shared was that we were here to prepare our uh, our wonderful um, companions and people that we ran into or that God brought into our lives. We were here to prepare them and ourselves uh, for things that are coming, mainly a, a new age, a new uh, spiritual age in which um, I guess a lot of people call it the golden age or the golden crystal age. Uh-huh. And, um, so they really got really, really responded to that very uh, much. They were very excited. I played the tapes and I'd hold the phone up next to the tape player. And every so <laughs> often I would stop the tape and I would ask questions of our attendees or our students. And then they would ask me questions. Um, it, it became a very. And we had a lot of interaction, and um, people were wanting to bring their friends, and it got uh, to be a pretty loaded a phone call. Now, when Elizabeth Clare Prophet retired and was no longer available to make tapes, um, and I was starting to run out of a lot of tapes, I gradually went over to, to, to this new group, the Heart Center community, with uh, David Christopher Lewis. Mm-hmm. Um, so I told David about the people that I met with to do the conference calls from the Summit Lighthouse University, and I asked him, I said, can I do this um, this through the New Heart Center community? And he said, well, this would not be a good idea because we would be proselyting people from another group, and we were not competing with them. Right. So I understood that, and so I called all the people, and I said to them, um, I can't do this anymore because I'm now um, going to help David Christopher Lewis with the new Heart Center community. Well, these people all wanted to know all about the Heart Center, and they <laughs> almost all of them, <laughs> yeah, they almost all of them asked if we could do this under um, under the umbrella of the Heart Center community. So I went back to David and I said, um, you know, I just told all my students that I was ending the, our little series. And uh, they all wanted to know if they could be part of the Heart Center or if they could join the Heart Center. He said, of course, but to let them know that we do not require membership or or require anybody to sign anything, that this was entirely voluntarily um, done and that they were free to to stay and study near the Summit Lighthouse University or at their own discretion with us, however they felt God was leading them, because both, Mm -hmm. both places had a lot to offer. So um, the students stayed with, with us, and um, we gradually had, by word of mouth and mostly, uh, we had pretty soon we had close to 600 names of people on group lists. Wow. Yeah, my, my group lists were, you know, anywhere from 50 to 100, and I had about six or eight groups, and they, they kept growing because I was afraid to put too many people on a group because I did find out our, my uh, server on my computer would think I was sending out spam or um, that I was sending out advertisements and not using my server correctly. So 
And it was it took me, you know, a few hours to send out invitations by email to these 600 people every uh, couple of weeks. Um, somewhere I around, yeah, it, it took a long time. And then, of course, uh, some of them would uh, drop off or change their server. We would lose track of a few of them. Somewhere around 2009 or 2010, Barbara Gabbert offered to work with me and help me. And she was, has been such a fantastic help. And so uh, she's probably told you that we now have a team of about, um, I think there's eight people on our team that Barbara and I work with who help us. Our monthly that is class. Awesome. Yeah. And um, so they each, uh, we, I usually, either Barbara or I or the two of us, will assign questions for them to answer um, for the people that come to our class as students or newcomers. And, and kind of, you know, some people are just, uh, they're not really sure of new age things, and um, they're kind of getting their toes wet with us. Um, uh -huh. You know, like when you're wading into the, the ocean, they're kind of putting their toes out there to see what we're like, whether they're going to dive in or not depends on, on their impression. So we, we offer our phone numbers to them to call us. With In fact, today I had two people call me today with questions and wanting me to pray with them and uh, wanting me to give them uh, some prayers or songs or things like that that were helpful to me when I went so we get, um, both Barbara and I get phone calls and requests from people oh, throughout the month. A lot of them want to know how to, they can hear the class again. And, of course, we have a place now online that they can go and listen to the class um, again. Or they can even um, dial a certain number on the phone, and for a whole month until the next class, they can listen to the last class. They, I'm amazed at how many people do not want to use their computers. Uh, because, you know, sometimes one computer is for the whole family. Right. And, um, and, and then also, I guess you could hear it through your smartphone, but it's expensive for some people. Um, it, they don't like, they don't, for some reason, it's not comfortable for them to listen to the whole class through their smartphone, but they love to just turn on the, the, their telephone on, the, on their smartphone and listen uh -huh. to it that way. So. We do encourage people to get online and go to our, um, our, our URL or our website and get familiar with all of the masters, angels, and various cosmic beings who do, who do come and share with us. And a lot of them do, and some of them go to the library, in fact, and do it. So that's really encouraging. So right now, um, I, we would have uh, probably between 45 and 80 people that come to our class each month, and we just have it once a month so that we can all prepare and all of the, the uh, team members can prepare what they're going to say and do and share. Um, and it, the class is about 75 minutes long, and then we have another 30 minutes after, at the end of the class, and we always invite everybody to come to this time, which is a prayer time, in which we mm -hmm. take and We pray like mad on the, at that time. I mean like mad, but I mean we pray a lot. <laughs> end of our class are all the various um, people that um, our various uh, students are concerned about and all the various the world that they're concerned about. And so we pray about the government and we pray about people who are uh, very sick, people who have had mm -hmm. surgery or are going to have surgery, 
um, all kinds of things at that at the end of our class, and that's for people that want more. We also take that time at the end to answer any questions that people um, may have from the class and also to steer them to uh, whatever it is they require. So I never thought this, that this class would last this long because I thought with smartphone and computers, um, people won't want to get on the telephone and do this. So, it, but amazingly, uh, we just keep getting more people. And, and of course, they come and go, and some of them come to some of the classes, some of them come to other ones. There's all different things. We have, of course, our, our class is free. We don't charge anything. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of people, and also I think they feel safe coming to a class where nobody sees them or knows who they are, and they can just uh -huh. listen, and, and they can decide privately between themselves and God uh, if this is for them. And uh, we try to stay very, um, we don't, you know, we're non-political. Uh, we are not political. Uh, we do share what the masters have to say, and they mainly mm -hmm. warn us uh, to pray and, um, you know, and visualize. Um, one of them mentioned once Philippians 4.4, which talks about whatsoever things are, are virtuous, lovely, beautiful, uh, of wise report, uh, think on these things. In other words, it's important, they say, for us to visualize what we want to see this planet become. Right. Which is Beautiful, yeah, and I, I that, know you about that too. That, yeah, so. that, that's a practice I personally follow every day. Um, oh, that's I devote some time to imagining a better life for all. Uh, in the Olympian tradition, it's uh, called Elysium. Elysium is the highest heaven that the human mind can conceive. Elysium. And, uh, Elysium. Yes. Yeah. So our, our purpose here is to. Uh, help this world become an Elysium. Oh, that's there, so. That's it. That's our purpose too. Yes. 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 I know. And and, and uh, it's stated differently, but it's the same uh, purpose. And uh, um, as I never get tired of uh, sharing, um, my uh, journey uh, brought me in contact with the Heart Center community uh, via Theosophy. Yes. And, uh, I'm phenomenally impressed with the, the Heart Center community because of all the things that you've been uh, uh, sharing, whereas many spiritualities seek to enslave or to shackle, the Heart Center community sincerely and through all its actions seeks to liberate. And you that know, is something very rare, and uh, it, it, it's awesome. Yes, you're right, yes. Uh, it, it's really amazing to me, too, um, how very close we are bonded together even though some of us have never met each other in the flesh yes. it's it's an amazing bonding that we have it's like being cells in the body of god or cells in our own body it's kind of a holographic thing um because uh -huh. like the cells in our big toe are very much in communication with the cells in our brain and our heart and um because you know what if you hurt if your big toe hurts your heart gets involved your mind gets involved Right, right. <laughs> yeah. That is so, an excellent way of looking at it. Yes, I think so. At least it's been helpful to me. So most and, of our... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say most of our, our students um, mm -hmm. are very excited to realize the very important purpose uh, that they chose to come here at this time. 
they they are it, it just seems to add a whole new level of of um imp- the importance they are to God. And um I, I think that's one of the the key um parts of our mission is to help people realize how important they are to be here at this time and how important they are to God as part of God, one with God. So that's basically what we do. And it and is an awesome and great thing you do. Well, it's it's very exciting, and um, we never know who's going to call or or what we're going to experience. Uh, we had people. We've had this um, one lady was a, is a doctor and mainly works with people who are low income and have a hard time getting medical care. Um, we've had people that. Uh, were just given our number because they were suffering or hurting and how and share with us afterwards how much it meant to them to find somebody that could understand and pray with them and and um kind of go through it with them and I'll, and most of us have you know we at this point um I'm not a young chick anymore but, but I so I had I can say honestly thank you God for the trials and tribulations I've been through because now I can use them and share with others God has helped me get through them uh, the people that are going through the same thing themselves now and um, how it can make them stronger as they uh, go on in their in their spiritual life and that is very generous of you uh, to share in that way um, your experiences and uh, how your trials and tribulations uh, uh, transformed you. Uh, and uh, it, it, that is a very great thing that you're that generous. Well, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's what you, it's what God gives you as you go, as you grow and as you get older, you, um, you, co- you come up with lots of, of things that the younger people are just now going through like family uh, problems and, and dysfunctional families and um, people who are disabled severely and trying to deal with it. Babies that are born with uh, defects or physical defects and how to, how to, to deal with this. So many uh, everyday things that are going on on our planet that we don't begin to realize how God prepares us for those as we get older or are now experiencing them. Um, I have a disabled son, and I have a, a, another child who has um, addictions. So I've had to learn how to deal with these, how to turn them over to God, how to, um, you know, continue in my growth and not fall apart feeling helpless in mm-hmm. some of the things that they are dealing with. I have to know where to draw the line, let them learn what they have to learn, be there uh, to help them in the way that God would have me to help them. And if, I, if they uh, do not uh, agree with me, I, I have to just consult with my I am presence and know mm-hmm. where to find and love them, but let them also learn their own lessons. So it's, it's uh, something that we uh, acquire as we get older um, and go through those experiences. I'm 60 myself, and I've had a long, eventful life full of uh, um, many adventures and misadventures. So I know what you mean. And, uh, again, I applaud your generosity because uh, um, many people benefit from even just knowing that they're not alone in what they're experiencing. 
Yes, it's so true when people learn that they're not alone. And, and you know, when they're going through the hard times, they, they're alone unless they can find somebody like, yes. like uh, our classes or the, uh, the meet-up groups where they can share with, with a group and be encouraged. So, and, Well, you, uh, you're younger than 60, that's for sure. <laughs> um, people, uh, like when I used to, I was, I was a counselor for a while, one of my many uh, careers, and I work with people in uh, um, uh, psychiatric hospitals and in outpatient programs and in community residence programs and, and so forth. And uh, the isolation that people feel uh, is profound. And that's where I first learned uh, that, you know. Uh, in yeah. that we live in a culture where anything you could possibly go through is being sang on the radio by somebody. And That's if you could right. identify right. with a song, other people feel it. But the brain doesn't, or the inner being, doesn't always jump to that uh, conclusion. And people feel very isolated. They feel very alone. They feel very by themselves. Uh, and they feel like they're uniquely targeted uh, rather than seeing it as you shared before, that uh, we all have our trials and tribulations. That's part of why we're here. And if you don't allow yourself to become victimized, you can become transformed through these things. And uh, you can feel deeper. You can see further. You can uh, understand a great deal more. You can see connections that before you couldn't see. So uh, you're right. It is, in retrospect, uh, a blessing in many ways. Um, I tell people that when I was diagnosed with diabetes, that turned out to be a uh, blessing. And diabetes is a very difficult thing to to wrestle with, uh, and it's not uh, always pleasant, but it's forced me to look at things and make changes in my life that otherwise I may not have looked at or made. So, yeah, that too is a blessing. That's right. That's That's right. right. And Diabetes is extremely um, prevalent in our country today. Yes. Um, and uh, I know that I, I'm 80, and I have to uh, test myself regularly to make sure that I'm on the straight and narrow way. Yeah, with my blood sugar. And um, I do help a lot of people with that area, too. It's a challenge. I was under the impression that you were younger than me, Donna. <laughs> oh no! It's amazing. It's amazing. You 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 sound and your spirit is uh, uh, much younger than mine. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> Yours is very young, very much. You're you're very oh, astute. You. you communicate very well. Thank That's you. why your station is such a success. I think, as of of your uh, youthful heart and mind. Well, thank you very much. And uh, um, we're going to run out of uh, time soon together, but I definitely want to have you back on because we didn't uh, even uh, scratch the surface. Uh, You're also an expert in uh, um, natural ways of living, living more in harmony with uh, nature and with uh, our higher self. And uh, uh, you've had a long and interesting journey that got you to uh, Summit Lighthouse that uh, Uh, I would ask you to share. Uh, So um, I know that you're very busy, uh, but I'd like over the next uh, maybe quarter or half year, if we could have you on a few more times. Well, I would love to do that. I'm I'm not an expert. um, And partly the reason I got where I am to the, um, with the health food store that I have now is because I was very sickly at one point, 
um, all of my family has died of cancer. And um, mm. I, I really was challenged to do whatever I could to help people with that uh, part of their lives, of their physical well-being, so they could be spiritually strong, um, too. And um, so, you know, I'm like I say, I'm no expert, but I, I do continually study so I can help customers and, um, and our sales staff also and in learning how to take care of themselves. And it is a challenge these days because we live in a chemical age and, and a lot of pollution. Yes, we do. And uh, we have uh, the uh, radioactive waste pouring to the waters of the Pacific, and we have the oil spills uh, that never quite uh, got cleaned up in the Atlantic. And uh, there's all sorts of other factors that uh, are making it uh, not as safe as it was before to uh, uh, be living on this planet. That's right. So true. I'm constantly helping people. Um, and with their arthritis, with many, many chronic uh, diseases, and especially with cancer, uh, since that's so prevalent. Diabetes is, is very high on the list also, uh, and many other uh, things that people just cannot figure out how they got them. There's a, lot of con- there's a condition now called vasculitis, which is an inflammation of the blood vessels, mostly from chemicals, but mm. can be from any number of things. And... Um, I'm helping a lot of people with that. So there's just a, a lot of areas, and I think that more and more as we see things changing around us, people are, are protesting. They're protesting vaccinations. They're protesting the amount of mercury that's um, in our food and in our medications, water, and everywhere else. So there's a lot of changes that are coming about as people are becoming more and more intuitive and uh, I guess you'd say it, and people are becoming more like intuitive empaths. They are becoming aware, and that's exciting. So it is. We, we're going to see a lot of changes. And I'm, I'm looking forward to exploring that uh, with you as well. Um, thank you so much, Donna. I'm glad that we had this uh, conversation. I look forward to continuing it. Uh, happy and healthy holidays and uh, New Year. Yes, and Merry Christmas to you. and. A happy New Year, happy happy 2019, and I look forward to being with you again, Hercules. Thank you so much for having us. And thank you for being here. Be well. Yes, you too. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Uh, we're going to listen to Dave the Bard's Merlin and I, and then we'll be back to speak with uh, Dennis uh, Fisher.
like the sun from his eyes His father, God of the earth Holds his mother in his arms as she dies That the island of Britain 
is Merlin's eye And he, he lives here And welcome back to Pride of Olympus. This is your host, Hercules Invictus, and this is the third week of the month. So we're visiting with our friends from the Heart Center community and uh, finding out what they've been up to. Our next guest is Dennis Fisher, and uh, Dennis has been coming to my attention a lot uh, lately through many different mouths of uh, people who. Um, are connected or not connected. So I'm really looking forward to uh, interviewing him because the universe has been uh, drawing him to my attention increasingly more and more. Greetings and welcome, Dennis. Thank you so much, Hercules. God bless you. And thank you for all that you're doing for the enlightenment of the world. Uh, thank you very much, and, and thank you to you as well. Um, I went to YouTube because Linnell had suggested it, and I was overwhelmed by the amount of material there. So uh, I started exploring it a little bit, and uh, after our show time, I'll be exploring it some more until the next time we talk so that I can uh, ask more intelligent uh, questions. So um, how did your spiritual journey begin? Well, uh <clears throat> Just to give you the short synopsis of it, you know, we're all on a spiritual journey, and we're all looking for truth. And uh, we have all an inner memory of being in spirit and being with God. And I think as we as we dive deeper into our own inner memories, we kind of get inklings where to go and what to do. When I was uh, very young, I'm uh, 59. I know you're 60, Hercules, so we're, 60, yeah. we're in the same boat. <laughs> we're in the same boat. When I was yep. about 15, I started studying uh, meditation and, and contemplation and um, uh, extrasensory perception and those kind of things. And it uh, led me to uh, study martial arts. I was watching a Kung Fu show with David Carradine, and um, I really uh, uh, loved his approach on being in the now, being centered in the reality of your own God presence. And he really exemplified that for me. So, Yes, he did. Uh, when I started... <laughs> When I started taking martial arts, uh, uh, my uh, I 
my teacher became my friend, and um, he suggested that we go to uh, this conference that was going on in the Summit Lighthouse. And I said, uh, what's that about? And he says, well, it's the teachings of the Ascended Masters. And um, in martial arts, you have masters. You have people that are considered masters, that they have mastered the arts or uh, but these, this has something to do with spiritual masters. And uh, I said, yeah, I'd like to go. And so at 17 years old, you really don't know much. You know, you just, uh, you know, what you gathered from the television and your family, you know. And I walked into a situation where um, this lady, Elizabeth Clare Prophet, was um, uh, blessing people and um, just literally walked in at the exact moment when this was happening. And so I didn't know anything about the Ascended Masters, yet I decided to go forward with my friends and um, receive this blessing, this touch from mm-hmm. the messenger of the Ascended Masters. And what I experienced with this touch was an electrifying bolt of energy that went up and down my spine and then, and then it ended in my heart where a flame ignited in my, in my heart chakra. And it wow. burned with such divine bliss that I was in awe and I was in, uh, absolutely stunned what just happened. Later on, I learned that, you know, the Ascended Masters have a, a, a perspective and a philosophy that um, is unique unto itself and is so uh, all-encompassing. But I had no uh, understanding of it at all when I walked into that, that session that was happening. And from that point on, I realized that the flame of God burns in my heart. And that flame communicates with me. That flame is in, uh, I've actually seen pictures of Jesus with a, with his heart on fire. I've seen pictures of Mother Mary with her heart with a flame inside of it. And so that is, to me, the ultimate proof of the teachings is mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit is there. And that's a beautiful experience you're describing. That, that uh, I can feel its intensity through your words. That, that is incredible. Many, many experiences came along the way after that. Everything that has been, that you've seen in Pentecost, in the Bible, and some of the things that are written in the uh, in the Hindu scriptures and the Buddhist texts with uh, the siddhas of the adepts, all those things happen in these sessions with the ascended masters, with these saints robed in white, because they have the mastery. They are the ones who the Holy Spirit channels that light and energy into. There, there, 
their presence in our world and their presence uh, in the world uh, within us. Uh, once you establish uh, contact, uh, you're comforted greatly because you know that you are not alone. We were talking a little bit about uh, people's feeling of isolation uh, with uh, Donna, but um, I, I found in my work that once you open your eyes to spiritual things, you realize that you're never alone, that you're connected and guided and overshadowed. And, uh, and uh, in fact, uh, if you listen with your inner ear, the universe is always communicating as well. Um, so that feeling that a lot of people are stuck in uh, when they're focused on the material aspects of this uh, reality, which is actually very dreamlike. Um, they, they get stuck in like bad dreams and uh, they don't need to, they can wake up. And I guess that's part of uh, everyone's uh, process. And it sounds like you've had profound awakenings from your teenagerhood. Uh, what a blessing it was, you know, what a, what a great gift. But I did ask God, I was watching a sunset uh, when I was around that age, 15, 16, 17 I asked God, you know, for the truth, for the light. And that prayer must have shot out like an arrow and finally manifested in the meeting with a living prophet of God, Elizabeth Clare Prophet. Now, fast forward today, having seen um, many miracles, all the signs and wonders of the Holy Spirit, everything that's happened in Pentecost, the cloven tongues of fire, the, the wind of the Holy Spirit, I've felt that in all these sessions. The reality of God brings, uh, whenever the mind is questioning or fearful or lonely or whatever, I go into the reality of my divine experiences, and that's what buoys me up in those times of uh, trouble or worry and I would encourage all the listeners you know like there's a lot of philosophies out there there's a lot of doctrines and dogmas and religions but the, the experience the absolute life changing experience trumps any kind of philosophy yes I, I'm in total agreement with you there from there, you you have your foundation as you as you are divinely connected to God at that point, where you can work with your own higher self, your angel guides, your ascended master uh, team that comes with you, and begin your own um, your own journey to not only for your own salvation, but for your everyone that you are connected with and are here to serve. And that's an important uh, um, uh, an important fact to people for people to consider and meditate upon. We are here to serve, and not just ourselves. We're here to serve as you. Um, stated that the people were connected with, and that circle can be very wide uh, indeed. It can encompass the whole globe. 
Yes, I agree. We're we're all one big family, and we want you know the highest and the best plus grace for everyone, and um, and the earth and all living beings. And how to do that? How to spread that love and joy and freedom is what the ascended masters really uh, articulate better than any um, group or. or uh, philosophy that I've come across. Uh, yes, it, it, there's growth, there's purpose uh, for human uh, life. Uh, the direction of that uh, growth, that path, uh, is not always spelled out, but it's very brightly uh, lit. It's not easy, but it's there. Uh, and uh, we're shown what we can become, what we can evolve uh, into, uh, that there is something uh, luminous in the road uh, ahead. Those are awesome things. Yes. You know, yeah. So we, we get our tools, and then, you know, like when we have a brother or a sister or a friend who is in need, say they're in the hospital in the intensive care unit or dying of cancer or whatever, in those dire moments of absolute, you know, darkness and despair, we can be the light in their world. We can transfer that light to them. And, I, and the Ascended Masters, uh, if I could just kind of like summarize it in, in the way I sure. see the philosophy, is we are working with God's energy. We are working with the Holy Spirit. We're working with these divine rays, the seven rays of light. And through our uh, conscious um, awareness, we can bring that light into any situation and make a difference in someone's life. So we can be for them what the ascended masters are for us. Because they use us, the angels use us, God uses us, the Holy Spirit uses us, as we are God's hands and feet. We are Mother Mary's hands and feet. We are Jesus' hands and feet. And when we are aligned with them in consciousness and we feel the Holy Spirit burning in our hearts, that energy, which is multidimensional and is cut through all physical matter and time and space brings the flame of peace, the flame of comfort, and the and the flame of joy into into situations. And so how to work with that energy, how to work with the light is what uh, the Ascendant Masters and the Saints have uh, talked about in all through time. Uh, yes, it is. And uh, as you mentioned before, with all the biblical types of miracles that you've experienced in your life, you know that uh, the Bible and other sacred literature is not a, a dead thing. It's something that's uh, alive and that is still uh, evident in the world around us. Yes, you know, like I, I see that, you know, as, you know, as um, other footprints on the road back to God, we can see all these books, read all these books, see what, how other people have uh, uh, walked the path back to God. And there are keys and there are um, answers to questions in those books like the Bible. And 
like when you read about Pentecost and when the uh, 70 were in the room and the Holy Spirit came in, I was in a session when that happened with uh, the Ascended Masters, with Elizabeth Clare Prophet. I've been in sessions with the Heart Center group where the Holy Spirit has come and, and filled the room with divine radiance that uh, turns the room into a golden color. Uh, and the energy, yeah. you could just feel the presence of the living God and the reality of God, which is undeniable, so self-evident that no one can question the presence of God in that room during those sessions. Very, very powerfully said in uh, true words that once you've experienced these things for yourself, um, you know they're a reality, and you don't need to rely on uh, uh, man-made speculations or doctrines because you can discover and experience the truth for yourself. That is, that is awesome. How are you That's currently it. sharing the, the things that uh, you've learned? Because uh, you seem like the type of person who... Uh, likes to share with uh, the world, and I know you're doing awesome things for the people I've spoke to, so would you care to share a little bit about that? Yes, yes. Yes. I have a little temple in my home. I call it the Temple of Clarity. And I have a meditation group on Tuesdays. I have a uh, Mother Mary Rosary and healing service for people on Wednesdays and a Kuan Yin Rosary on Thursdays. And so through those sessions, um, I tell people, do not believe anything. Just go into a state of uh, not knowing and just turn on your extrasensory perception and feel what happens during the meditation. Feel the masters that come into that room, the angels that come into the room, the Holy Spirit that comes into the room, and that will be your answer. Wow. Um, You are also, I've heard, um, very open to all of the uh, teachings uh, of the Ascended uh, Masters and uh, um, that uh, even though uh, you were with the Summit uh, Lighthouse and now uh, you are connected with uh, the Heart Center community, that you are your heart and your home are open to people who see things slightly differently. Well, you know, ideas and, and philosophies really go out the window in the presence of the living God, in the light of the Holy Spirit. And so, yes, there are you know, truths that are very common in all religions, love, forgiveness, peace, joy, um, all those all those universal qualities are in every religion. And I I don't want to believe in anything myself other than, you know, what I experience within myself. Now, with having a living messenger of the Ascended Masters affords me and everyone direct communication 
uh, with what the Ascended Masters are doing currently, like what Mother Mary is saying currently, with what Jesus wants us to know currently. And not only that, is that their living presence comes through during these messages. Their, their personalities, insights into their soul come through during these messages, and they're very uplifting and very um, helpful on the, on the soul who's on that journey, the final journey back to the ascension in union with God. Now, how can people find uh, you um, to become part of what you're doing? Um, I am part of the Heart Center community, which doesn't have any membership or anything. We're we're all light workers that come and share um, our perspective, our um, our gifts. And um, if you go to theheartcenter.org is the website uh, where we all connect. That is the hub where all these people, all these um, mystics connect. It is a community of mystics that are working with the uh, Ascended Masses, working with the Holy Spirit. And you will if you ever get a chance to come to one of these meetings you'll be in a room with some very amazing interesting people and on the very edge of enlightenment i've been very fortunate to connect with uh, Linnell, uh with wallace and uh, with denise here um and uh i've been trying as much as possible to get involved with the formation of the uh, uh the heart center community in greater new york uh, and that's very exciting and i think very highly of them and uh i've everything i've done with the heart center community even these conversations on the podcast uh has increased my uh, opinion and deepened my resonance with uh, what you are doing uh, because it's very much needed in this world, you know, to, to be a bridge uh, that brings light into the world uh, and to show that uh, uh, there's a reason for us being here. And it's a noble and grand reason uh, and that there is purpose in our life and that uh, we are undergoing a process that leads to growth and transformation and to becoming more than we think ourselves to be. And those are all very exciting uh, things that uh, um, everyone should know about. So I'm very grateful to all of you for, for doing this in our world. I'm so grateful to be a part of it. And I would have to say that, you know, I've known David, uh, known of David for 40 plus years um, when I first got introduced to the Summit Lighthouse. And he is a, uh, a brother. He is a friend. He is my mentor. He is the example, the highest example of the teachings of the Ascended Masters that I have come up with. Against in my life is just a, a beautiful, uh, beautiful soul. He, I recommend everyone to um, uh, get a soul raising session with him 
and get a, the direct experience with the Holy Spirit and direct communication with the Holy Spirit that comes in these soul raising sessions. For myself, I've had probably five of them, and every one of them has been uh, very uplifting, very encouraging. That's brought me to a place of uh, where I'm <clears throat> reaching out to a larger community. I've opened up my house uh, to uh, allow the light to actually shine in and and transfer the light to other people. And, and that session. is a great thing. Um, I've also been feeling uh, the need of late to open the doors uh, to my home and uh, have uh, services here. And uh, whatever I do, it will certainly be a portal to the Heart Center community because, again, I think very highly of uh, the organization and the people in it. And uh, the strengths of it, uh, several of the people who are on tonight and have been on before have spoken about that it's not something you belong to in terms of you're a member and you can't be a member of anything else and uh, uh, that this is uh, these are the rules you have to follow. No, it leads you to a place where you connect with this deep within yourself and it puts you in a community that also can. So as you said, there's a lot of light being shed, um, you know, all over that's unmistakable once you learn to recognize it. Yes. It's a, yeah, it's a beautiful it's a, it's a, thing. I've noticed that there have been moves of God. There are these movements of God that, that these, when these shifts happening and when mm-hmm. you are in the right place at the right Time and you're at the place where the energy of God is absolutely flowing as this new transformation has taken place. It is a it is a wonderful ride and, and there was a time in the Summit Lighthouse where this uh, uh, power of the Holy Spirit was where there were healings where there there were these signs and wonders and beautiful manifestations of the Holy Spirit visitations with angels. All sorts of things were uh, happening. And now I feel this next move of God is with the heart center, as there are so many people that have this gift of the Holy Spirit and this higher understanding, and these sessions keep getting more and more uh, transformational and, and amazing. We just had a conference here at my house with Sonic Kumara. I heard about that, yeah. Lady Master Venus and... I am still buzzing from the energy of the whole thing. And I've I've lost track of time. We have 90 seconds uh, to go. Um, I definitely uh, would like for us to continue this uh, conversation. Um, I had a great time. I learned a lot, and I find deep resonances speaking with you. So um, we will contact each other by email and uh, set that up. Thank you so very much for being on the show, for sharing your experiences, your insights, and your wisdom. Uh, happy holidays. Happy New Year. And, and I look forward to speaking with you soon, Dennis. Thank you. God bless you, Hercules. And I will see you when I see you next time. Okay. And, and that will happen. Um, and is there any, are there any last words you'd like to leave folks with? I would like to say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. It's really a good time to tune into the angels as the Christmas angels come across from all across the universe to earth at this time. And the angels and the masters and the Christ spirit 
fills the planet with joy. If you can meditate and slow down and just drink it in, many things will be revealed to you. Thanks again. Many blessings. God bless you. God bless you too. And thanks everybody for joining us tonight. Olympian blessings to all who have joined us on our adventure. Now, go forth and create a better world. One filled with light and love. On behalf of the pride of Olympus and her crew, may your journeys be joyous.